Good morning. This is quite an amazing time, quite an exciting time for Valley Torah High School. And really, there's a tremendous tribute that goes out to all of you, the incredible fortitude and dedication. You're here in school. You made it through the first week. It's true that you're here in masks, and it's true that we definitely didn't plan on this, and certainly we'd be, we'd be much happier not being behind any, any dividers and any plastic and, and any, any masks, but it is what it is. And the fact that we're here, and the fact that you're here, and the fact that, Baruch Hashem, despite all of the, the obstacles in our way that we were able to open school this week, it's a tremendous tribute to really all of you. It's a tribute, a tribute to your parents. It's a tribute to the people at the school who worked unbelievably hard. And I think it reflects something that is extremely profound, something that we need to focus in on, and something that might explain maybe the subconscious attitude that we all had in making this happen. Because it's a team effort. We, it could not have been done without all of the incredible students that we have. It could not have been done without the dedicated parents, and certainly without the unbelievable staff and administration of the two schools uh, that made this happen. And it made me think of a Rashi in this week's Parsha. A Rashi at the end of the Parsha that says, Moshe Medu said, you know, we've been, we've been around together for 40 years. We've had trials and tribulations. We've had tough times. We've had great times. We've seen the miraculous. We've seen the impossible. But somehow, only now do I know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you the heart to understand, the eyes to see, the ears to hear, today. Today I know that you emerge as a people. Today I know that you've made it in the world of success, of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world of success, you made it. What was special about that day? What happened on this particular day that gave Moshe Beda the insight that Baruch Hashem, Chai Yisrael has made it. I can maybe now leave my uh, my life and go into the uh, next world, go to Olmaba, knowing full well that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is uh, going to going to follow through and bring Chai Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael and and fulfill his commitment because you've earned it. You are worthy of that. What happened on that day that made Moshe Benu so convinced that it was finally going to happen? And Rashi brings a very interesting medrash. And he says that what happened on that day is they finished writing a Sefer Torah, and Moshe Benu gave the Sefer Torah to Levi, as the Psukim say, in a little bit of a different place, a few Psukim away there, Moshe Benu gave the Sefer Torah to Levi. When Moshe Benu gave the Sefer Torah to Levi, what was Klai Yisrael's reaction? And we know full well, these 40 years have been fraught with trials and tribulations. And we know that when Klai Yisrael starts getting a little agitated and maybe starts complaining, your immediate response is, oh no, here we go again. Another complaint, another issue, we're about to, we're almost there. Moshe Benu is, is on his last days. He's got very little time left and we're, they're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. Please don't blow it. It's, I guess maybe there was some level of apprehension when they started talking. But when they opened their mouths and they said what they said, Moshe Benu welcomed that complaint like he never welcomed any other complaint in his life. Because Moshe Benu heard the Klai Yisrael say to, to him, Moshe, this is not fair. What are you doing? 
What are you doing? This is not this is not right. You're giving the Sefer Torah to Shevet Levi? That, the Torah was given to all of us. We were all there on Maimon Har Sinai. We were all there to hear, to, to receive the Torah. This Torah doesn't have, uh, Levi has a special place, they have special jobs, but we all have a right to the Torah. And if you give the Sefer Torah to Levi, isn't, isn't there a possibility that somewhere along the way it can get somehow distorted, that somehow we don't have the same access to Torah that Levi does? And that's how we don't want that. We're nervous, we're concerned. So there was a complaint. But we see that some complaints are good. Some complaints are wonderful. Some attitudes of, of you know, uh, sort of antagonistic attitudes, if, they were, if they're coming from a pure place, from a good place, Moshe Benu says, ah, that complaint was music to my ears. I never heard anything so amazing in my life. Because what did Moshe Benu see from Klai Yisrael? Moshe Benu saw from Klai Yisrael an attitude that says, we have to preserve the future of Torah. We can't jeopardize the future of Torah. We can't leave Torah up for chance. We have to do whatever we can. And even though the typical answer back to Shevet Le- back to the to the Jewish people really could have been, you know, uh, come on, what are, what are the odds? What are the, what, the real concern? I mean, uh, we all know that the Torah is full of, of, of um, references where the Jewish people receive the Torah collectively as a group. And certainly the, the time and time again, by Dabr Shem, Speak to everybody. Certainly we, we know the mitzvahs of everybody, but you know what? When it comes to Torah, you don't take any chances. When it comes to Torah, the lifeblood of our existence, the fabric of who we are, the, the acknowledgement and the understanding that this is our eternity, we can't play games with it. It's our very oxygen that we need to, to, to breathe with. To Moshe, that was a sign. You guys got it. You guys got what it, you have what it takes. You, you've been able to, to achieve that special level of commitment and dedication. And I think these are very, very poignant words, especially at this particular time. Because I just sort of, sort of sharing, and I know it's not just my attitude, it's the attitude of so many others in this school, other uh, schools throughout Los Angeles, and I'm sure throughout Klai Israel, that, that whatever COVID was doing, and this is not to minimize the challenges and, and the requirements to be safe. But the, what COVID was doing in terms of removing our youth from Torah, the, the very lifeblood of, of, of what it takes for us to live, what it takes for us to survive. And if there's a concern that somewhere along the way this is going to have an impact on the Jewish people, we can't, we have to do whatever we can. Whether it's a camp, whether it's a daycare, where whatever the situation might be, whatever allowance we're able to grab onto, that's our job. Because Kleistrol understands we have a sort of a subconscious recognition that when you touch our Torah, when you, inf- when you try to sort of limit our exposure to Torah, when you sort of say, well, it's good enough to be on Zoom, it's good enough to, to have distance, and no, no, we, we know the power of connecting to a Rebbe. The power of connecting to Amora, the power of of Sheves Achim Gamiacha, the power of Jewish people, young men and women, uh, learning Torah and sitting and davening together, learning together. These are powerful things that are the very lifeblood of Klai Yisrael. And the fact that we we said we're not going to take the easy road, it it it, it would certainly been a, it would have been much easier to to sort of say you know well let's just zoom for another while and you know it's all good, it's all good. Let's not take any chances. Well, we certainly don't want to take any chances, and we therefore, we therefore went a, a lot out of our way to create a safe environment for all of you. But the attitude says we had to find a way. 
We have to find a way to, to do what we can. We have a reference very soon. We're going to read another Pasuk coming up. In Pashat Tzitzavim. It talks about the fact that the Torah is not... I, I, I gave the Torah to you literally on a silver platter. I didn't put it in the, on the other side of the sea. I didn't put it in the heavens. We'd have to find a way to go get it. And Rashi says, the message is, because if I did put it there, if I put the Torah on the other side of the, of the ocean, if I put the Torah in the heavens, you'd have to find a way. And if you have to find a way, that means you could find a way. Because that's the power of a Baruch Hu, that Akash Baruch Hu gave into every single member of Klai Yisrael, individually and collectively. We have a desire and we have the ability to find a way to access Torah. I think this was a, a, an incredible example of that, uh, of that feat, where Klai Yisrael, and especially the, the uh, schools in Los Angeles, the attitude was we had to find a way, we had to make this happen, we had to connect our, our children to Torah. We could not let them continue just sort of to some degree, it's, it's, it's floundering. To some degree, it's, it's sort of floating because you're not really charged in the proper way <clears throat> of having your eyes see Amora in, in the way that it's truly significant, of connecting to your Rebbe in a way that's truly significant. So the fact that we're here, the fact that we can look back and say, Baruch Hashem, we've had already some days, we've been able to... to uh, connect to Elul in a more significant way than it was before because we're here, we're in school, <coughs> we hear our teachers teaching, we're, we're able to connect uh, to uh, our friends. These are unbelievably significant indications of Kai Yisrael's fortitude, of Kai Yisrael not ready to say die, not ready to, to, to just give it and to, and to sort of throw in the towel. I mean, one other, la- one other point that it's sort of along the same lines, Fascinating Gemara of how important it is for every single Jew. You know, the Gemara says that uh, Rabbi Yosef ben Gamla was, was given credit for saving Torah from the Jewish people. The Gemara says to us in Baba Basra. And the reason why he was given credit for saving Torah is because he came up with a system where even though you couldn't go to Yushalayim, but we're going to come up with pockets of Jewish uh, learning in all the communities, so that certain people who couldn't go, they, um, they didn't have a father that would take them. There were people who just couldn't get to the, to the bigger cities. They were able to learn Torah where they are. And therefore, the Torah says, because of him, Torah was not forgotten from the Jewish people. Interesting statement. What do you mean, because of him, Torah was not forgotten? They still had many Jews who were able to go to Yushalayim. You just, we're talking about a small percentage of Jews who, who uh, didn't have a father who can take them to Yerushalayim, but a lot of people were learning. But the point is, but not everyone was learning. And part of our, resp- of, of our responsibility, and part of, I think, this particular challenge has brought us, brought this idea to the forefront, that it's not just about, well, many people are learning. We want everyone to learn. We care about every single Jew. Maybe for some, maybe Zoom was okay. Maybe for some, there could have been other, other uh, avenues. But there were Jews who were being left behind. And from our point of view, when even one Jew is left behind, it's unacceptable. So we have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot to celebrate. Okay, The, the efforts of, of Klai Yisrael, we can say, were f- sort of relive that mentality. We can't allow Torah to be forgotten. 
It doesn't mean everybody was going to forget. But if one Jew is going to forget, if a couple of kids here and a couple of kids there are going to be lost in the wayside because of all of this, we, we have to bring them back. We have to find a way to connect personally with our students. Pastor Shem, we did that. We've been successful. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should continue to bless us with success. Let's take the, the fire and the energy of this particular week, the commitment that we have shown to Torah during this particular week, to catapult us, Bez Hashem, to the next level of commitment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the, that the last few weeks of Elul should be truly inspirational, truly uh, being able to bring us to the Rosh Hashanah that's fast approaching. And that's Chos HaKadosh Baruch Hu should bless us all, not only with a great Elul, not only with a beautiful uh, Rosh Hashanah, and that's Harris Shemei Tshuva, Bez Hashem, all of Chai Yisrael, to a Gemach and a good Gebenshiach. Have a good Shabbos.